That'll work. All right. So uh, we are here at Willamana High School, and the Warriors and the Bulldogs getting set to go. The uh, Bulldogs come in with a three and one record. They, I guess, they beat Warrington, sixty-three uh. to six, which I thought I had a football schedule pulled up when I saw that. That's a once-proud program, too. Yeah, Warrington. it really Jeez. is. Just a couple of years ago, we were up there losing to them in the state playoffs. Yeah, they made Coos Bay uh, 2019. Yeah. 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 Uh, they uh, also uh, drilled Nestucca 57-16, Rainier 54-21, to before losing to uh, the prohibitive favorites in the state, Klatskanai 61-45. to that was a game where Klatsk and I got out to an early lead and just never really surrendered it. It was closer-ish in the second, third, and fourth, but it was just, you know, that initial. playing from behind the whole time. That initial burst. Klatsk and, and I has a burst like no other girls team I've seen <laughs> at the 3A level anyway. Well, and with how suffocating they can be on the rebounds, you're never going to get yourself back into Do it. Do they have anybody that can rebound well there in Klatsk and I? Just a couple. Just a yeah, couple. Yeah, just a couple. So, um, so. Three and one record for the Bulldogs coming into this, uh, and they are uh, a pretty experienced team. Uh, they've got uh, Callie Schoenbachler, six-one uh, center, who's a senior. Uh, Kira Rankin, who's a five-seven guard, who's a senior, and Kaya McLean, who is a five-nine junior. Kaya McLean, uh, McLean, just a really high IQ player. Uh, maybe not the best athlete on the floor, but. Whatever she lacks in pure athleticism, she makes up for in skills and uh, IQ on the floor. She's a very smart passer and, and ball handler. Uh, it's right here, number 24, and uh, has good range, shoots the ball well as she knocks down a three <laughs> as we're talking. Perfect timing. Warriors come into this game 1-1. One one. They knocked off Sio 40-38 in their first league matchup of the year and then lost to Western Christian, a good Western Christian team, 52-29. to but a Western Christian team that that game should have been a lot closer. Number one, we could not buy an outside shot uh, all game long. Ellie McMullen not able to find her three-point stroke, and really nobody else either. Sydney was able to hit a couple late in, or in the fourth quarter, I think. Uh, but generally in that game, we really struggled to figure out where to go to get our points. And uh, defensively, it took us a while to figure out that really they had one girl that could absolutely fill it up and then a bunch of complementary players uh, and our focus on her was not until the third quarter. Uh, and really after halftime, we played them a lot better than we did in the first half. First half was kind of ugly. That's one of those matchups you play the team three times if they were in the same league per se. By the third time you play them, it's a you know two possession, maybe three possession game once you learn how to defend each other. Right. But in the vacuum of a one, one time, had never really played against each other, yeah. you know, no real film to scout, you, you know, that's the kind of game you can get into, especially with a cold shooting night. I talked to Ellie the next day about that, and um, she said, you know, early in that game she felt like like the ball wasn't coming off her hand right. Mm. And she said the last few felt good, she said, but, you know, then it was kind of in her head. Mm. You know, even though it was yeah. coming off good, she didn't have any confidence in her shot at that point. They just hadn't been falling. So we are just about ready to get started here. Warriors in their traveling um, royal blue uniforms with the gray stripes down the side. I don't know if we're getting a national anthem here or not. We're waiting to see. That's what I'm wondering. Athletic Director Jerry Bozinski is nowhere to be seen right now, so I don't know if he's in charge or if they've got <laughs> somebody else in charge. But it is just silent. Here comes Jerry with a microphone. There we go. Now we're ready to get going. <laughs> Willamette Bulldogs in their home white uniforms with an uncustomary 
red trim. If you know Willamina, they're orange and black. They're OSU colors, and they're wearing red and black. Uh, the trim down the sides almost looks like a Dayton maroon. Yeah, it's, it's not it's even not close to orange. I'm, I'm not sure what's up right there. It's, it, it's not on the orange spectrum. It might be the the just the light that's, you know, with the contrast of the court. But I, I, don't, know. I don't know. All the other orange in here looks I, orange to me. I don't so. know. I don't know. It's weird. I'm trying to find Willamina does have new bleachers, though. Very nice. Very so. nice bleachers. Starting lineup for the Warriors tonight, Audrey Clark, Sydney Stables, the two seniors out there. Uh, and we'll have Kylie Kendall and Ellie McMullen and Miss Sharp, Megan Sharp. So a couple sophomore, three sophomores and two seniors out there starting. Not a lot of depth on this team. No. There's a lot of hustlers on this team, there are. but there's not a not a whole lot of depth of skill. Well, and you know we've got some a couple of sophomores still adjusting to the speed of the varsity game yes. and getting feeling like they can actually do something out there, being confident about it. You know, and they're they're not playing with the same level of confidence they played JV with last year yet. Yeah, and I mean that's you know that's just something you have to deal with with having a young roster is that you know it's going to pay off at some point. I mean, even with Klatsk and I, with the group that they have, and I'm not you know comparing directly with Klatsk and I, but Looking back towards, you know, 2016 and 17 with Klatsk and I, you know, there was a lot of growing pains with that girls' roster, and you could see how it how it paid off once the, that group were juniors and seniors. Exactly. So, you know, especially with how the league kind of lays out in the next couple of years, you can get through the growing pains. You're going to be in a great position here moving forward. Well, and there's a lot of talent coming up from that middle school level. <laughs> yes. Uh, if you've had a chance to watch them play at all. We're going to have the national anthem now, so if you'll join with us here, hopefully you can hear it at home. All right, with a little intermission there in the middle of our national anthem. But we're good now. It's all good. So the Warriors will have their work cut out for them this game, Robbie. This is an experienced athletic team that Willamina rolls out there. Kaylee Schoenbachler, um, 6'1 senior. Uh, Kaya McLean, a 5'9 senior. Uh, Kara Rankin, a 5'7 senior. Gracie France, a 5'4 junior who started last year. And then Haley Hughes, uh, younger sister, I believe, of Hannah Hughes, is an outstanding basketball player who's not playing this year, um, a sophomore. So four experienced players out there. Uh, and this is a team that plays defense. You know, I've got you off, man. There you go. Now yeah. you're back on. It, it's a much bigger, uh, much more experienced roster than what Western had to offer. Um, so where there's not going to be quite the range of shooters with Willamina, even though they have some shooters, there's going to be a lot more presence on the rebounds from Willamina than there was Western. Warriors ball to start the game. McMullen swings it in the left corner. Down low to Clark on the left box. Back out. Kendall, her pass knocked away and stolen, thrown ahead. And the left-hand layup at the other end by Rankin is good. 2-0. Turnover there on Kendall. Sydney swings it over to Ellie. Nobody in the left corner looking for it. Now Clark in the left corner, high above her head. She couldn't handle that one. Took her eyes off that one to the last second. I think she had it. Pass was a little high, but you got to come down with it first and then make your move. I think she was trying to get that ball inside immediately. Two turnovers on the Warriors to start this game. France running the point for the Bulldogs. Swings it left side to Hughes. Hughes looking for a cutter, not there. They swing it back around the right. France drives baseline, pulls up, little short jumper over Clark is good. Warriors start out man there. That's that's kind of interesting. I kind of thought they'd start in a 2-3, but 4-0 Bulldogs. They extend the defense, trying to trap out on the perimeter. They go high post to Sharp, swings it right side to Kendall. 
bobbles that a little bit, gets it back, down in the corner, back out on top. McMullen spots up for a 22-footer, looks good. No, a little strong rebound by number 21. That's Hughes, throws it long ahead to Rankin, saves it back inbounds, fake by France from three-point line, drives deep, throws it out with the left hand to McLean, steps left deep two. Nope, three in the key on mm. Schoenbachler. She was expecting a shot from, from France, I think, and then France passed it up. And then McLean did the pump fake and stepped yeah. through. And, you know, the post player kind of gets uh, caught in no man's land there sometimes. Like, should I stay or should I go? In the corner, Sharp with it. Back out, her pass knocked away and a jump ball. That'll go to the Bulldogs. As she tries to get clarification. Should be. Warriors had that ball to start the game. So there they get yeah. it right now. Hey, it's early in the season for the officials, <laughs> too. They're a little out of. Out of rhythm here doing basketball in the spring. France walks it up, 4-0 Bulldog lead. Minute and a half gone in the first quarter. Gets a screen, works left, Sharp picks her up. It goes Schoenbachler, middle of the key. Clark might have got a hand on that one a little bit. It came up short. France with the rebound. Hughes, Hughes spins, makes a move, might have traveled, got away with it. France back down low to McLean. Clark uh, fouls her and she scores. Clark got there late. Yeah, she was just a step behind. If she was there just a little earlier, it would have been a perfect position right there. But I, I gotta say, the man defense is actually working a lot more, a lot better than I thought it was going to. The matchups are actually a lot more advantageous than I than I would have thought. First foul of the game. McLean misses that one. Clark huh. one hand rebound. <laughs> And uh, she shoved Shane Bockler with the right arm and knocked her into Kylie Kendall. Kendall got shaken up on that. I think she might have taken an elbow from Schoenbachler. Possibly. But Clark had one arm on Schoenbachler, pushing her to the right as she went up with the left hand to get the rebound. There's a little bit of an extension there. There was. Uh, yeah. There was. Audrey seems fine, though. I don't know. Doesn't seem affected by, that, by her right arm flying out at all. Warriors basketball, 6-0. Bulldogs with the lead. Now 2-3 zone. And that pass almost thrown away. McLean knocks the McMullen pass out of bounds on the sideline. Warriors will inbound. Just to our left here. Warriors going right to left. Inbound to Clark. Knocked away. McMullen steps inbounds and gets it back. Sharp way out on top with it. Looks high post. Not there. McMullen fakes the three. Probably should have just taken it. And then we've got a little hand check, I think, on Rankin. Her first foul, first team foul on the Bulldogs. Warriors basketball. They go high post. Haley swings it over to Sharp. Oh, I'd like to see her step into that three there. You need that if you're going to play the there. Now she takes it. Looks good. A little short. Schoenbachler had it. Knocked away. Haley gets it back out on top to Ellie. In the corner. Sid drives back to Haley. Banks it off a little too hard. And Hughes with the rebound. Haley Stewart in the game with a couple of decent plays there. Short jumper at the other end by Rankin in transition. She pulls up from 10 and buries at 8-0. That was a good possession, though. That was a really good possession. You got three shots out of that. You got good offensive rebounds. All of them you good got looks. good motion. No, yep. that, was, that was a pretty and good And none of those shots possession. were forced at all. No, yeah, they you're were not playing looks. into the traps. The, they're, tr they're playing a 2-3, but it's, a, it's up. They're right. trying to trap in the corners there, so he didn't play into that. That's that, that was a pretty good offensive possession. Now, there's some good things over there that Jed can talk about with him that are working. Um, 
defensively, you got to get back and find your man. Yeah, I mean, the eight points, it hasn't come off major defensive breakdowns, at least the last two buckets. It's yeah. come off of just, you know, off-pick shots and, and you know, off of offensive rebounds. And that one, Rankin pulled up on kind of a semi-fast break and took a 10-footer. Uh, yeah, I mean, so you I can mean, yeah. It, it's, it's a shot you can always get on a fast break. It's yeah. not a high-percentage shot usually. I mean, even in, you know, boys basketball, girls basketball, the amount of people that can just stop and pop right there is incredibly limited. But there are more of them in girls' basketball than there are in boys, That is I think. true. That is true. Uh, ironically enough, that little mid-range shot is a bit of a lost art in boys' basketball. They fall in love with the deep three <laughs> and true. the dunk. And girls oftentimes do work a lot more on that little mid-range because some of them just aren't comfortable with the 20-footer, yeah. but they're very comfortable with a 10- to 15-footer. Th that is true, but it's still not something you're used to defending, if right. that makes sense, especially on a fast break yep. right there where you don't expect a, her to a shoot corner that ball. three is just as open as that mid-range jumper. 8-0 yep. so. Bulldogs, 5-16 left to go first quarter. Now they get full court pressure here. Get it into Stewart, back to McMullen. It's a zone, well, it looks like a man. It is full court man now they picked him up. McMullen works right, hands to Sydney. Bad spot, we've got a reach in foul on France. They, want the, they want the jump, but they went over in between the arms, so. Yep. France, the last of the France girls. The three of them. Really? Yeah. That's gonna be weird to not have them yeah. in school. Been a France here for a long time. Ball knocked away by Schoenbachler trying to get it into Stewart. Man, that's the end of a dynasty right yeah. there. Jeez. It's been probably eight years of France girls playing in high school basketball here. Get it into Clark in the high post. Back out to Stables to McMullen. On top, Ellie works left against France. Crosses back. Now gives it up to Sharp. Sharp. McLean on her. Down low. Stables goes baseline. Little floater. Almost had it. Clark knocked away from her by Schoenbachler. That was a nice pass, though. It was. There's a travel they got away with that one also. Weird reverse lay and no good there by Hughes. Rebound by the Warriors. McMullen gets it across half court. Some reach-in pressure from behind there. Over to Stables on the left wing extended. Stables. Ooh, that was not a good decision. No, it was not. Sharp thought she was going to set a screen for her, and Sydney handed her the ball as she came off the screen. Jump ball. Or yeah. no, they called the timeout yeah. before the jump ball. Wow. Surprised on that. A 45-second timeout, right? I believe that's a new or rule. One minute it? or whatever it is. There are no 30s and fulls. I, I believe it's 45 and a minute and a half. Or I think it's a minute and a minute and a half, and you blow the, First they blow the horn at 45, I think. It's something like know. that. I don't know. I was running clock up in Portland a couple of weeks ago, and they told us 45 and a minute and a half. So I'm Okay. I, yeah, but, I, but I've seen it different at different places, so I'm not entirely sure what the rule is. <laughs> Warriors down. 8-0 with the ball. It was almost time for the media timeout. Oh. 30 seconds. We're going to have another one of those at the next stop, aren't we? Maybe. Oh We're not going to say anything up here. We're not going to ask for it. <laughs> we promise. I feel like we hashed that out enough last game. I'm done talking about it. I'm just going to roll my eyes when they call Although it, it wasn't recorded, so it's like we never talked about it. So It really is. It's like it never happened if there's no <laughs> no record no record of posterity there. Exactly. McMullen to inbound the ball. Hands it to Stables. They double her, knocked away by McLean and out of bounds. Risky inbounds play there. They want a trap. You're bringing it right to it. Stables throws it out high to Green. Annie works down the right side. Loses her dribble, and we've got a... Loose ball foul somewhere? What do they call that on? On three, Schoenbachler working against 
maybe Stewart or Clark. No, Clark's not even in the game, so it must have been against Stewart inside. Schumbachler's first, third team foul. I didn't see that. Try to lob it in. Stables throws it away. Ball knocked away. They pick it back up. There's a steal by Sharp running the lane well there. Gets it to Stewart over to McMullen. McMullen to Stables, crosses over, loses her dribble, gets it back. High post Sharp. And Sharp told Stables to cut and then threw it where she was instead of where she was going. Yeah. Right idea, wrong execution. Very much. As well, so often is the case. I had to get around the defender and just yeah. couldn't quite get the couldn't, arms far yeah. enough. Had the right idea. Yeah. Just couldn't execute the pass the way she thought it was going to go. And that's where you come to the center and say, well, Coach, what I was trying to do. Yeah, we know. <laughs> we know what you were trying to do. It just didn't happen. Inside, Hughes gets low post position on green. That's going to be a mismatch. They can't, they can't leave that. They've got to either get some sort of switch on there or uh, find somebody else to guard down low. Stables with it. Warriors still looking for their first points. Four and a half minutes in. Stables is going to get fouled. Two shots. They're going to get some points right here. Sid's a good shooter. Foul line. That pass has got to be faster or it's going to get picked off later. Yeah, everything's a little delayed. Kylie Kendall's still on the bench holding her face. She got bopped by a right arm from Schoenbachler early in the game after a missed free throw. It was on like the second possession of the game. Yeah, it was pretty early. 10-0, 3.35 left to go in the first quarter. Jeff Clark, Robbie Sharp here at Willamina. Looking forward to a good boys game after this girls game. Got a uh, smattering of Warrior fans here and some Bulldog fans. I think they were only allowing senior fans for uh, Amity. You had to be a, a parent of a senior. So, Jake, I'm not really sure how you got in, man. <laughs> Are you taking my place? Because I didn't need my ticket? I just walked in. You just walked in. Nice. <laughs> nice. And that that's the RV Nelson strategy, by the way. He told me. He's like, well, what if I just walk in? What are they going to say? And I was like, I don't know, Arvy. I really don't know what they would say to you. You're 89 years old. Do you even care what they say to you? <laughs> At some point, you just don't care anymore. Jake appears to have gotten there by 19. Sydney <laughs> oh, no. Stables to the line to shoot two. Drew the foul on the, on the shot attempt off the drive on the right wing. Goes through her very interesting routine at the foul line and buries it. A great free throw shooter. On the board. I don't know how that routine gets developed. It's like, it's like a magic act. Sleight of hand. There's all this stuff going on. The ball's <laughs> spinning. It's going from left to right. It's tossed in the air. Don't look at my eyes. Second one by Stables. Also perfect. Good free throw shooter. Two to ten. Warriors down eight. Schoenbachler with it on the right block. Back out on top. McLean, deep three. Buries Ooh. it from about 23 feet on the right wing. Um, I believe I scouted her for you. Uh, Haley was right there. Too. Yep, not a great athlete, but a really high basketball IQ and makes the shots. She can shoot the lights out. 13-2. High post Stewart. She's wow. going to get fouled by France. That's two on France. So if there's one thing that could change this game potentially... It's some foul trouble. That's the fifth team foul on the Bulldogs. And France is second, so the point guard is going to go out of the game. Clark's going to come back in for the Warriors. Into the game for Willamina, number two, Brooklyn Bailey, a 5'10", or excuse me, a 5'9", sophomore. And returning to the game, Haley Hughes. <laughs> Stables lobs into Stewart in the high post. Back to Stables down on the baseline. Loses it, gets it back. 
working on Bailey, and the ball knocked away by Bailey and out of bounds. Oh, I thought she just dribbled that off her foot. That's what it looked like from here. Huh. But, you know, we don't really have a great angle. No. So I don't like to question the calls when I'm in the stands, Robbie. You know that. Green on top with it. That would be unsportsmanlike. In the corner, McMullen looks down low to Clark. They triple her back out to Stewart from the foul line. Little strong. And McLean with the rebound. McLean pushes it up the left side. Now back to the top of the key. Gets to the foul line. Spe steps down low and finds number two, Brooklyn Bailey, right at the basket. That was a great pass. Well, and two, two defenders came to McLean as she came inside the foul line. And both of them left Bailey behind on the right on the block. 15-2. Down low. McMullen to Stables in the mid-range. No foul there. That's more contact than what we've seen on a lot of the ones that were called. They're going to call that a block shot by Hughes. Don't critique the foul. Don't Not. critique the I'm call. I'm just saying, I'm saying there was more contact on that, so I'm just trying to figure out how they're calling it. Not questioning, just trying to learn. They go to Clark. Clark was out of bounds yeah. when she caught the ball. <laughs> she backed McLean all the way. She set a screen of McLean on the inbounds and then backed her all the way to the baseline to the point where Audrey had a foot out of bounds when she caught the ball. She had both feet out of bounds. Yeah, okay. Uh, Bailey with it on the right angle. On top to Rankin. Now oh, we've got two Rankins. That's Kenna Rankin. That's going to confuse me. Little drive, dish, low. McLean puts it up and in. Underneath Clark trying to not pick up that foul. McLean with seven in the game. 17-2. Warriors need to find some offense and some defense in this game. Green sees a three, takes a three, misses the three. McLean with the rebound. There's a, there's a reason why sometimes you don't guard somebody at the three-point line. Because you don't care if they shoot it. Right? I mean, this one you care. McLean with it on the right angle. Clark comes out 20 feet. And somebody completely missed Bailey, but she misses the lay-in. Great pass by McLean there again. I think you're seeing... You know, the best basketball player on the floor is McLean. That's not even close. Yeah. I mean, you just see everything she does. Nothing's fast, but everything is good. Oh, Clark throws it away, trying to go back out to McMullen. They're doubling and tripling Clark in that low post every time she catches the ball. The Warriors are going to have to come a different way of getting the entry pass. McLean misses the three. Loose ball inside. Rankin puts it up, misses that one. Stewart affects a shot. Hughes steps through and fouled. I'm not sure if that's Clark or McMullen. Two. Clark. No, she two. called it on two. Is it Stables? Two. Hmm? I'm looking. That's Sydney. Yeah, they got on to Sydney. I didn't see Sydney anywhere near the ball. Huh. Okay. Uh, Haley Hughes hits the first free throw. Second team foul on the Warriors. Stewart out and Kendall back into the game. Well, I don't know. Jed's going to have to come up with some magic here because offensively <laughs> we are not even finding shots most of the time down the floor. Schoenbachler over the top of Kendall, misses, and Stables ties up Bailey. Kendall's got a box out. She did not put a body on Schoenbachler. That could have been two over-the-back penalties, and neither one was called. Jump ball, alternating possession to the Bulldogs. Inbound to Rankin. Rankin drives. Little scoop shot through the lane. Misses that one. Loose ball inside. Schoenbachler gets it. And a reach in. Nope. Jump ball. McMullen tied her up. All right. That works. Warriors basketball down 18-2. to 2. 56 seconds to go here. 
Green puts up another three. Banks that one, no good. Rebound pulled down by Rankin, Kira Rankin. She brings it up herself across half court. They really do have a very nice trapping zone. I mean, if you don't move the ball well, you're going to get trapped and things are not going to end well for you. Rankin with a little drive, no good. McMullen, and we're going to get a reach-in foul on Rankin. Well, they're abnormally lanky and athletic for uh, an average 3A girls basketball yep. team. So in that 2-3 zone, you know, two steps in their zone for them is a lot more space covered than, than if Amity tried to run the same 2-3 zone. And the way you beat a good active zone is you have to move people and you have to make diagonal passes quickly. Yeah. Uh, you can't be slow to make a pass. You can't telegraph a pass. Uh, you have to snap that ball and find those cutters through the zone. High post, back out to Stables. In the corner, McMullen, no look there. They're up on her quick. Green, top of the key, works right with it. They cut her off. You're not going to beat it with a dribble either. Inside of Clark, three white jerseys on her as soon as she catches it. They are just determined to not let her. And now Clark steps out of bounds as they trap her along the baseline. You've got to reverse the ball against the zone, too. And right yep. now, we're getting stuck on one side, and you can't run your offense against a zone like that on one side. Kendall going to get a foul, I believe, on Schoenbachler. Kendall and Clark both there, but I think it was Kendall that hit her on the way up. I believe so. Schoenbachler to the line. Yeah, that's who they called it on. They had good position. You just got to hold that position, make her shoot over you, and then yep. box out. And uh, you bring those arms down at all. Yeah. You're in trouble. I mean, it wasn't either one of them moving. It was just the, you know, the hands moving downward. Schoenbachler misses the first free throw. One more coming. Schoenbachler, that one long off the backboard, long rebound pulled down by McMullen. Three seconds, two, knocked away from behind, and that'll be how the quarter ends. As Clark hits France's long throw with her hand, knocks it down 18 to two after one quarter, folks. Ouch. This is Amity Warrior Basketball on KLYC. McMinnville will be back in just a minute. Welcome back to Amity Warrior Basketball. Jeff Clark, Robbie Sharp at Willamette High School, home of the Bulldogs, where the Bulldogs have a commanding lead after one quarter, 18 to two. And as I look at this, that would be, if you extrapolate this out, this is very similar to the Warrington score. <laughs> I don't want to think about that. 72 <laughs> to 8 if you extrapolate this out. They beat Warrington 63 to 6. So Warriors basketball at the start. The second quarter, they go low to Clark. Clark turns, scoops, no good, but at least they got a shot off. My goodness. Ball knocked loose, and Clark gets it. Didn't have control. Oh, they're going to say she did have control. She was trying to get control and gets an over and back call. Huh. Kind of a touch and go call there on whether she had control or not. But turnover on the Warriors. Schoenbachler out on the perimeter with it on the left wing. Down in the corner, Rankin, baseline, 12-footer, no good. Rebound, Kendall tips it out of bounds. She was all by herself. Got to go up and come down with the ball. Yeah, two opportunities to just grab the rebound right there with her and Clark, and instead it goes out of bounds. On top, McLean, 24-footer oh out my. top, buries Woo! it. That's some range. I'm just guessing who you might write about in this game. Could be McLean. Green on the wing, down in the corner. McMullen had the three, didn't take it. High, mid post there, they kick it back out. Stables drives left. Down low to Clark. Clark in traffic, cannot score. 
Needs to get at least contact there, even if you don't get the shot. France back into the game with two fouls. Down to Rankin on the baseline. See, they swing it back up to that mid post, and the ball goes in for Hannah Hughes. Good pass there. Rankin to Hughes, low post to high post. 23-2. Green on the right angle. Back out on top to Stables. See, the ball movement's just too stagnant. You've got to swing it quick. You've got to move people. Right now, nobody's moving. Stables needs to slide down this backside and get open. McMullen, baseline jumper, no good. Air balls that one from 18. Pass ahead to France. France cut off by Stables. McLean, 23-footer out top. Oh, halfway down. Clark with the rebound. Knocked loose. Picked up by Kendall. Back over to Stables. Second quarter action here. Warriors down big, 23-2. McMullen trying to go to Clark, but telegraphed it. McLean knocks it away. Green out, Scharf in for the Warriors. See, this is a bigger lineup. You shouldn't have any trouble on the boards right now. Stables looking for somebody. Finally lobs it into Clark. Clark on top, McMullen. 21-footer out top. Halfway down, would not stay. Loose ball, good rebound inside, and a travel by Bailey. She was looking for an outlet pass, thought she had it, and then changed it. That close. That close yeah. to going through. Yep. Boy, Ellie needs to see some drop. She's a great shooter. She is. But great shooters sometimes go through phases where the ball is just not going in, and you start, you just need to see it go through. I remember Reggie Miller talking about that in the NBA. It's like, once you see that ball go through, it just changes your whole approach. Yeah. Nice pass inside to Bailey. McLean with the assist. McLean, one dribble. Gets into the teeth of the defense and then a nice little bounce pass. Down low, Sharp, back out. Kendall, three-pointer. No good. Rebound, Schoenbachler inside. To France. France pushes it up the middle of the floor. Cut off by McMullen and foul by McMullen. Yeah. You're getting some pretty good ball movement on the offensive end, though. You're getting some inside-out action that wasn't there a couple minutes ago. Yep. It's just got to be, the ball's got to be passed more decisively and quickly. You can't yeah. hold it against the zone. Yeah. You have to get the zone moving and out of position so you can find the, the openings. You can take the threes that you're taking right now, but you have to take them in rhythm and after you've moved the zone a couple yeah. times, not after you've you know, held the ball, stared around, waited for the defense to move, then thrown the pass and done the exact same thing about three times and then jacked one up. France misses the first, hits the second. He's got three points in the game. 26-2 in favor of Willamina. Down in the corner, it's Sharp with it. Back out to Stables on the right angle to Sharp in the corner. Down low to Clark. Immediate double and tries to bounce pass it out. And as uh, Rankin able to drop, cut off that passing lane and get the steal. McLean misses the three. Clark with the rebound inside. Gets the ball to Stables. Stables swings it over to McMullen. Looking inside to Clark. But this zone's going to collapse. you got to make your move right away. McMullen for three from the left wing. Good! Ellie Finally. McMullen. Fine in the bottom of the basket. Oh, did anybody need that more yeah, than that her? good ball movement right there. Well, that zone is collapsing every time they throw the ball inside. 
if you can get it back out and then rotate it, some open. They're triple teaming in a hurry, hoping that Audrey will fumble. Yep. That, that's the that's the whole point of and it. And making it hard to kick the ball back out. Yes. A double is easy to, easier to kick out of. When you triple, you take away all those lines of sight. Down low to Clark. And they're knocked away again as Rankin drops down. Clark's trying to make that pass, assuming that it's going to be there. Which is the, the right end. play to make. But she's the ball fake. Yeah. Because they're jumping that passing lane immediately. And Clark's yeah. going to get a break here and get talked to about making those passes. High post Clark down low. Sharp, 18-footer on the baseline. No good. Long rebound. Kendall. Bounce pass out to McMullen. McMullen swings it to Stables left side. Stables. McLean on her. Drives. Just absolutely capped by Hughes. That was a two-hand block. Barely left the ground, yeah. too. Got her on the way up and just stuffed her with two hands. Jump ball is the call. Willamina basketball in the alternating possession. Clark gets a break. Stewart in. So both teams just moved all their chairs up so they're in a line, too, which is funny. They had them all spaced out before, like the six-foot thing in the NBA. <laughs> yeah, teams are going to sit together. That's what teams do. Hughes with it. Down low, Schoenbachler, and uh, Coach Anderson wants a timeout and finally gets one. I believe this will double as a media timeout. <laughs> See, now <laughs> it's 23 to, or 28 to 5. I'll get the number right. It's 28 to 5 in favor of Willamina. Tough one to watch right now if you're a Warrior fan. It's probably a tough one to listen to also. <laughs> we'll try to make it more entertaining. If the game won't entertain you, Robbie and I will. At least we'll try. Who's that from? Uh, my dad. That's good. That's good. Somebody needs to get hot. Yeah. Preferably the person that's putting up the shots. You'd like to see that person get hot. <laughs> Ellie hit her last one, though, so maybe she'll get hot. Because uh, not a lot of offense out there so far. As long as you suppress the Warrington total. Well, we are close. <laughs> we have five. Warrington got six. Yeah. Or your boys arriving. Maybe one of them can dress down. Oh, not. Oh, nice job, Josh. It's going to be Bulldogs basketball here. On the baseline, right side extended a little ways. They get it in on top. McLean. Swings it. Rankin for three. No good. Way off. And chased down by Kendall. Almost stepped out of bounds. And again, telegraphing the passes. Being slow. They're making it. They're, they're deciding where they're going to pass the ball before the, they even look at it. And Willamina is just jumping those passing lanes. That one knocked out of bounds. Warriors ball. Kendall struggling. The double her. Gets it to Scharf in the corner. Scharf to Stewart. You see, you're too close together. The spacing's not good. Finally, a cross-court pass, and Kendall misses it. Stewart had it. She's fouled from behind by Hughes. It's almost like you're so mechanical in where you think you're supposed to send the ball that yeah. there's just almost no other options and there's no fluidity yeah. to No ball fakes and no, yeah. no adjusting to the flow of the defense. But finally, we saw a pass go from one side of the court to the other, and you got a good look at it. Yeah. But the problem is against the zone, you can't just pass the ball around in a triangle on one side. No. You're not making the defense work. There's never going to be an opening there. You've got to attack that zone, reverse the ball, get cutters going to the basket, make crisp passes. And when you have a shot, you have to be, you have to take it. You can't hesitate. Was that not on a shot? That's a one-on-one. -on -one. Yeah, but was no, that not? Oh, it was, okay. No, it was on the rebound. 
Oh, okay. Stewart makes the first one, front end of the one-on-one. One. one more coming. That was the first foul on Hughes, seventh team foul on Willamina. Foul trouble's not going to matter now. Get down this much. Stewart misses the second one. Long rebound chased down by Stable. Stables goes baseline, pulls up, little floater, misses that sharp, fouled on the other side. Good job. Just keep pounding away on those offensive boards. Well, you have the size. Yeah. You know, you're not so drastically out no. of it right now. Only Schoenbachler's only real size they have out there. Everybody else yeah. is like 5'7 or smaller. They're athletic, but you got to use that length. Well, even with their starting lineup. Haley Stewart's just going to hold the ball for a while here, I guess. Now, finally, <laughs> she gives it to Sharp. The officials don't touch the ball. This is one of those groups. Oh. We didn't have that at, at home. Sharp hits the free throw. We have passed Warrington. We have. We've got seven, baby. All right, next up on the list will be to get past Nestucca. They got 16. <laughs> we are almost halfway there. A sharp free throw here. Ah, missed that one. Stewart with the rebound, puts it up, and in. There we go. Haley Stewart with three points. Nice rebound over the top there. And the Warriors capitalized with a three-point trip. And they've got nine, 28 to nine. So we beat Warrington now. Does that count as a win? Yes, it does. Okay. And now we've got uh, Nestucca. There's oh, a missed shot inside and a foul on the Warriors. That's going to put uh, number two, Brooklyn Bailey, on the line to shoot two. She was just a step behind. Couldn't foul recover in time. Sharp yep. with the foul, her first. 15 foul on the Warriors. Bailey to the line to shoot two. First one is no good. She doesn't quite foul as quickly. As you? As I used to, yes. Well, she's played six minutes in this game, so <laughs> clearly she is more under control out there than... Exactly. Much more refined. And no granny shots at the foul line. Uh-huh. It's not a granny shot. It's an efficiency Bailey shot. hits the second one. 29-9. Warriors down by 20. In the corner, Sharp finds... Stewart in the low post turns, misses, but that's a good shot. Bailey with the rebound. Get to Rankin. Rankin works right. Out to France. France drives. Off balance oh. through that contact. Jumped into Sharp to draw the contact there. Yeah, that, that was. I think that was huh. a bailout call. She was holding her position right there. Well, it wasn't a natural shot motion. She kind of threw no. her arms into Megan and then up. No, that, that's. If you're going to call a foul there, you at least got to call it on the ground. France misses the free throw. Now, France's dad, Tim France, mm -hmm. was, if you were a Linfield fan back in the late 80s, early 90s, mm -hmm. he was an all-conference defensive end for them. Mm. Um, he grew up grew up in Alsea. France hits the second one. Grew up in Alsea, was a stud football player, eight-man football yep. down there in Alsea, very fast. Um, played defensive end in college. He's about 6'2". Played defensive end in college at 185, 190 pounds. <laughs> All-conference defensive end. And basically had sprinter speed coming off the edge and just simply outran tackles to the quarterback. <laughs> huh. Um, led the, I like? believe I believe he led the conference in sacks uh, one of his years there. Huh. Um, and just a pure speed rusher. Um, great bend, fast, uh, just pin his ears back and go after the quarterback. Skip pass over to Scharf to McMullen on the right wing. Down low to Clark on the baseline. They double her. This is not working. Audrey just keeps throwing the ball away. Jed's about to have a conniption fit. <laughs> and I would too. 
There's a missed shot at the other end. Warriors get the rebound. I had to stop feeding her the ball down low. Warriors almost turn it over again. Bounce pass out of bounds. They do turn it over. Jed. Jed's, Jed's pass talking. He's now demonstrating on the sideline what he wants to happen. France with the ball. 30-9. Out on top. Rankin back to France. France. Down in the corner, McLean. Back to France on the right angle. Skip pass. They go down low. <laughs> Clark Fowler, no call. Bailey kicks it back out. Audrey just a step slow tonight on everything. She's got to find that other gear. They get it inside to McLean. She misses. Stables affected the shot, I guess. McLean just missed a lay-in, basically. Great pass diagonally. And that's what you do against the zone is you look for the back cutter. Oh, and there's a great steal from uh, Kira Rankin, taking it from Sharp. Sharp brought the ball behind her head, and Rankin said, thank you very much. I'll take it from you. I shouldn't have brought up the fouls thing because all of a sudden in the last three minutes she's gotten three fouls. Well, it's a genetic issue at this point. It's hereditary. It's Gets a, it from her brother. It's a genetic problem and a announcer's jinx problem. So it's uh, a I double it whammy. Is. Wow, right there. you can't go there. Yeah. That's uncharted territory, really. Yeah, it's a double whammy. 30 to 9 at the line. There's a missed free throw by oh. Rankin and a good rebound for the Warriors. Push it ahead. Stables, attacks, scoops under. Doesn't draw any contact, though. Schoenbachler with the rebound. Shoved out of bounds by Stables. I think that was our first fast break. What are they calling this? Uh, did they just say Schoenbachler was out of bounds? <laughs> they did. They might have missed the shove in the back that was delivered by the Warriors to push her out of bounds. Stables with the ball to inbound. Lobs it to Clark, but it's tipped, knocked away. France chases it down. And she is fouled by McMullen along the baseline. Right now, a certain number five probably needs a good lecture on the sideline about hustling. Usually that's not really a problem. It's not. But sometimes the scoreboard can impact effort. That's fair. And there's no excuse for that. You can't let it. You can't let it do that. You have to You have to play the same regardless of the scoreboard. Clark gets a rebound there and draws a foul on Schoenbachler. So that was a good hustle there. So maybe she heard something. Who missed that free throw? Who was shooting? Uh, I believe 32. Is that France? Uh, Sorry, I took my eye off of that. Let's go with that. That's what I went with. We're not the official book anyway, and it was a missed free throw. Clark to the foul line to shoot two. Double bonus here. She was fouled on that rebound. Buries the first one. First point of the game for the senior. Hey, you can tell she's just gotten flustered with those double and triple teams in the low post. And it is hard. I, I will give her that. It is hard to make that pass against that. It is not an easy thing to do, but you have to do it with authority, not passively. Clark misses the second one. One rimmed in and out. Stewart almost got the rebound. Warriors in a 2-3 zone. Or 1-3-1? One, one. Uh, I don't know what it is. I think it's 1-3-1. One, 1-3-1 one. One, one maybe. 40 seconds to go here in the second quarter. 30-10. to 10. Skip it back over to McLean on top. They're patient. They'll go for one shot. They don't care. Plays catch with France out on top. It's not like they're desperate for points. So I'll finish my story here. So Tim France, after he graduates from college, he goes back and 
and uh, ends up working in Powers, a little 1A oh. school down by Myrtle uh, Creek or Myrtle yeah. Point down there, right? And uh, we got 15 seconds to go in the quarter here, so I got 10 to finish my story. Uh, won two state titles down there as an yep. eight-man football coach. Then went to Nyssa, had them in the playoffs. That's out of school that's known for its football prowess. McLean, 24-footer, misses that one inside Sharp with the rebound, and that'll be the end of the first half. But we did get a turnover there at the end of the first half well, as she threw it away. <laughs> not known for their football prowess before he showed up. Right. Since then, Nyssa's had a pretty good program After on After he on. showed up, it turned around fairly quickly. Yep. He then came to Willamina, and then Nyssa immediately won yep. two state titles right after there with uh, yep. Rob Kassenbaum. But yep. Now, so this is, now this is a powerhouse right. for the last yep. uh, 20 years. And that, years. that started, he was brought over there um, to, uh, I think he was an assistant principal and head football coach, yeah. and basically brought over there to turn their football program around, which he did. <laughs> heck, of a football, heck, heck of a football coach. Um, but, yeah, he was, a, he was a great 1A athlete and a uh, um, uh, great Linfield player as well. So now he played at Linfield at the same time that Todd Shirley from Dayton played at Linfield. Oh. Uh, Shirley was a linebacker. With 4-4 speed, fly all over the place, played at about 215 pounds. Now, remind me, where did Todd Shirley coach 1A? He was Well, so we go back. So he's a Riddle boy. Yeah. He played high school in Riddle, then went to Linfield. Um, and then he coached at Powers with France oh, when they won their two state, two state right. titles. And then he went and coached in Cove for yeah. me for four years. Yeah. And then came over and was at Dayton and uh, coached last year at Dayton? One season. One yeah. season at Dayton there when they needed a coach. And uh, unfortunately, Dayton's on like four coaches in four years or something, which is well, not a great way to build a program. They might be soon. Currently, yeah. they're Are they on, on three and three years? Currently, they're on three and four, but yeah. Three and four, whatever. Somebody had two years in there? Uh, no, but they're about to be three and four. Yeah. Okay, they're three and three for We'll right see now. what happens over the summer. You never know. Well, but, yeah, um, we'll see what happens with McMinnville's opening. But yep, exactly. Because um, the guy who's at Dayton now was at Sheridan. Yes, and came to Dayton, but then applied for the McMinnville job, I believe. That's, that's, that's the, the rumor, that's anyway. That's the rumor. I haven't asked, and I haven't had it confirmed, so take that for what yep. it's worth. Yep. Um, but if they did that, then Dayton would be on four coaches in four years, which is brutal on those seniors. I like, are you kidding me? Four different offensive and defensive philosophies in four years. I mean, you want to see a program disintegrate pretty quickly. Yep. That'll do it. That's how you do it. Yep. Better to have one mediocre coach for four years than four different coaches Absolutely. in four years. Absolutely. Just and, and the other problem is your culture begins to pull back from the coaches and just become the players' culture. Yeah. Because there's there's no coach there there's consistently no to build a culture. Yeah, exactly. That's one of the things Todd told me when he came to, to Cove is he said, I need four years to build a program. He goes, because until all of those players are my players, it won't fully be my program. So it's an interesting thing, and, and I think he's right. It doesn't matter if it's him or somebody else. I think you need those four years for everybody to buy in. Yeah, exactly. And that's that's part of, you know, that's that's why you're starting to see Willamina turn around with Coach Hedrick, mm -hmm. um, uh, the guy they had before. I can't remember what his name was off the top of my head, but it took him five years to yep. turn around, or not five, but four years to completely turn around Willamina and make them contenders. And then they were a home team in the first round of the playoffs, right. top eight seed, you know, all that kind of stuff. It just takes time. No matter what school you're at, there's talent. Yep. It just takes getting a coach that will stick around for, and that's true for basketball, it's true yeah. for football, Absolutely. it's true for baseball, it's true for virtually every sport. Track, though I, though I, think, I think in football it's more of an issue than in any other sport that I've seen. <coughs> uh, that could just be that I pay more attention to it, but it seems like basketball you can turn it around a little quicker. 
Uh, well, basketball is a lot more uniform in a lot of ways. Football, there's a lot of there's a lot of different things you can do with the, with eleven players. Yeah. Basketball, there's only so many things you can do with five on a court. Right, and so you're not going to get somebody that comes in in basketball very often and just has a radically different philosophy about yeah. how you're going to play defense or offense. Yeah. It's probably going to be similar with some tweaks. You know, you might you might have some different approaches, but. You know, and I know Amaya with basketball. I was going to say, that was a radical the change. The run and jump yes. defense, right, um, you know, was a pretty radical change. But you're still employing, it's just a philosophical change. You're not, you're not changing really any skills that you need to have. It's just how you employ them on the yeah. on the court. And the court is small compared to a football field. There's, yes. there's only so many responsibilities one player can have in terms of yep. space. You get on a football field and you've got 11 guys instead of five and trusting that other people are going to do their job is so much more important in football than it is in basketball. I, I heard a, a saying once, and I can't remember where I heard it, and I'm going to butcher its exactness, but in football, you need a general in order to win championships. In basketball, you can you can you know make your way with an officer. Yeah, that so makes sense. Yeah. I think there's something to that. There's so many more moving parts on a football team yeah. um, that need to be addressed, and you need to get a philosophy that's coherent and that – and it's cohesive that people buy into and learn how to play it. The schemes are more complicated in football than they are in basketball. Yes. You know, you think about a John Trombley defense in football, that's a complicated scheme to teach. Yes. For as simple as it looks, it's incredibly complicated. Different people, different responsibilities, and it's different than what anybody else really runs unless they're copying that same <laughs> scheme, right? Unless you come from the tree, you, d right. you have no idea what's right. going on. It, and, and it just looks like blunt force defense. It's just six guys blitz and everybody right. kind of. Well, that's what everybody focuses on, right? <laughs> but yes. the responsibilities that go on behind those front six are are very um, exact. Well, even in, in the front six, there's an incredible amount of nuance depending on if you're the left-up guy versus the nose. Whether you're going C-gap, A-gap, or B-gap, there's an incredible amount of, amount of nuance. In basketball, if you're running a 2-3... You can, There's only so you, much you can do with it. You can run a trapping 2-3. Right. You can play up. You can trap in different places. You can move your middle guy up and right. essentially go 2-1-2, two, two, but yeah. it's still a 2-3. You yeah. still attack it offensively the same way. So Yeah. No, I think it's true. And, and uh, <coughs> um, you know, when you talk about, you know, we can do our little mini football preview now. You talk about what Coach McGill and Trombley have coming back on that team. Um, it's going to be interesting because they lose a tremendous amount of senior leadership. You lose Keenan Graham, um, your quarterback, and really your best all-around football player that, that they've, they've probably had in quite a few years just in terms of everything he can do on the field on both sides of the ball. Um, and he's just a guy, he's there for every play too. I mean, does not get hurt. However that's possible, defies the laws of physics that he doesn't get hurt. Certainly the most versatile. Yep, and, and a playmaker. He yep. just makes things happen, even if it looks a little unorthodox sometimes. Um, and then, you know, you lose Josh Ward, a six-foot-seven-inch, you know, tight end, which is huge. Uh, you can lose George Hatch, who's a good receiver. Uh, and and um, I'm missing some seniors there. Um, there were more seniors than that. Give me some seniors here. Um, my mind just went blank. But but there's some versatile guys on there that are going to be missing. Ashton. Yeah, Ashton yeah, Pappas. Very good center. Yeah, very good center. And, and a pretty good defensive player, too. Yes. Um, but they return a lot of talent. And, uh, uh, and pretty much that defensive line comes back intact, those front six, uh, which will be just a lot of fun. And we were talking about this a little bit before. I think this is going to be um, a football year in 2021 where you get more excited when the defense comes on the field than you do when the offense comes on. They're going to be – they may pitch – I mean, they didn't allow a lot of points this year. Yeah. 
you know, it's theoretical. They could go through their league schedule next year and not allow a point. It, it's going to depend a lot on the matchups, where te where games are, how your what the weather's goes. like, and yes, yeah, some other yeah, things. Yeah, especially but you're going to play injuries. Obviously, I believe you're going to play Dayton at home the last week of the season. So I mean, it's it, especially with how muddy and trenched yep. up that field should be. Yeah, it should be defensive oriented that yep. game. But uh, I don't know what the non-league. Is the schedule even? I, no, it's not out yet? Yeah, yeah. No, no. I know a lot of six and five A programs have theirs out, but. Um, oh wow! Put the guilt on Barnett there. Okay. <laughs> wow. I, Just hey, drop that. I, I know we have <laughs> ours. Okay. I know we have ours. So, um, uh, but yeah, I mean, you could be looking at a situation where Amity has the best defense in the state by a mile, and and yeah. not just because of the talent, but as the a scheme and the talent combined is going to be. Well, yeah, that's been the case for four years now. As soon as the you know, the the. You know, the talent, the coaching, and the experience within the system all up, lines yeah. up together. It's, you know, it's not necessarily glory days are here again, but it's certainly. There's potential for some, some uh, for a lot of success on the field. Yes, that's probably and, the best way to put it. And typically, it. I think the offense has usually overshadowed the defense in terms of the fireworks that it's brought to the game especially on the, the last, great teams. Especially in the last six years, in this yeah. last, uh, last run of, in this yeah. last McGillian era. It's yep. it's been the offense and then the defense. Yeah. This this next year, really, this last season we just had. Yeah, the defense was predominantly it was the defense and the offense. Yep. So, yeah, with as much offensive talent as there was out there, the defense just never required the defense never let the other team really be in the game. So yep. your offense could be very conservative. Yeah. You didn't have to try to score a bunch of points. And if you're and if you're simultaneously removing the fuel, and you're not, and you're just not allowing any turnovers or that kind of stuff to yep. give them any extra opportunities, you know, you're going to start pressing more and more and more. Yep. And an then it gets easier for the defense. Yeah, exactly. So when you know they're going to pass. Especially in that defense. Yep. It becomes, <laughs> it's a shooting gallery at that point. It's like going uh, to the old carnivals, you know, and the ducks are just going across in the front. You've got the BB gun just bang, 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 because they don't have any other choice. Well, it's, and the poor quarterbacks, when you get into that kind of a game, when the front six can just you know, pin their ears back and just you know where he's going to drop back to. Yep. That's that's when it gets really really fun. Yep. Well, and and uh, you know, so often, you know, when you've got two good players lined up one over the other, um, and they're coming on opposite sides of let's say the tackle, yep. um, and the tackle's got to choose one of them. Yep. And hope that the running back reads who he's got so he can pick up the other one and the slightest mistake and the quarterbacks now or the if they hand the ball off the running backs like oh i gotta avoid this guy he turns back and gets hit by the other guy coming from the other side it creates a lot of issues it really does it's a lot of fun well that was halftime the jeff and robbie football show <laughs> hey we said we'd make it entertaining we'll so do our best th this game is fairly entertaining 30 to 10 warriors down by 200 <laughs> percent out on top, Stables for three, misses that one. Rebound, Schoenbachler. Gets it to France. France pushes hard into McMullen and misses the shot. Schoenbachler with the rebound, fouled and scores. I don't know who had the reach in. Clark or Stables there on the reach in. It's going to be, I don't know who it was. Oh, it was Scharf with the reach in. I take it back. Schoenbachler with the basket. Her first basket of the game, first points of the game. But misses that one, and she crossed over the foul line. So Schoenbachler um, not only missed that about as badly as you could miss a free throw to the left and still hit the rim, but then crossed over the line because she knew she missed it. She's trying to go get it. 
32 to 10. Scharf, see right there, just like, it's like they don't understand where the spacing needs to be. Stables dribbles to Scharf and, and gives her a pass that needed, that Scharf clearly wasn't expecting. And then Stables makes a blind pass. She thought uh, Megan was gonna roll. Megan did not roll and they turn it over. Schoenbachler, cross court, her pass knocked away, trying to get it to the cutter. Ball out of bounds to the Warriors. Cutter was Hughes. Schoenbachler trying to find her on the opposite side of the key. Had Megan curled, she would have had an open shot. Yep. But she's just I think that goes back that to, the, yet. to the robotic nature of this yep. is where I should go versus yep. where what's open. Yeah, got to read the defense, and Kendall gets tied up on top. Brought the ball right down in front of Rankin. France with it. Brings it across the timeline with McMullen guarding her. It's a 1-3-1. their foul line. Misses that one. Kendall with the rebound along the baseline. You just got to own the boards, and yep. you're not going to fall any worse into any worse position. No worse than only having a third of their points. That's what we're predicting. Stables. Scoop traveled. Got stuck. They doubled her. She drove to the left. Headed down that left side of the key. Got stuck with the double. Tried to make a pass, wasn't there. Tried to take a shot and drug her foot. You got to be able to react to the double, see it coming, and pass it and out. And, and that's it in a nutshell. The way you beat a double team is you don't let it get to you. At 18 footer, McLean misses that one. Clark was had the rebound and lost it in traffic. I was gonna say it was knocked away. Okay, that's uh, why she lost it. It was knocked out of her hands. That works. Two white jerseys there: Schoenbachler and somebody else. I think Hughes. Stables brings it up with the Warriors down, 32-10. to 10. Crosses over, goes left, tries to throw it, gets knocked away. France with the steal. Predictable. That's the problem. Cannot be predictable against the zone. Zone defense are just waiting for you to do what they think you're going to do so that they can jump that passing lane. Sydney drove left, went to make the little pass over the top, and if you've watched any film, that's her favorite pass to make. Well, and I think she's she's just pressing a little bit right now. She's waiting to get her shot off, and, and I think she's just not necessarily waiting for – I don't think there's the patience right now to be fluid with things. And what you see is she's dribbling, but nobody's moving. Yes, that's there's another four people problem. standing around. That's yep. not the offense. I don't know what the offense is, what the play was supposed to be, but it never involves four people standing around watching <laughs> one people dribble. That I know. I think that's just a law of basketball physics is that four people standing around is not good. Unless it's the NBA. Well, then you can have four guys standing around, one guy dribbling the ball and taking a deep three because that's the offense. Okay, sometimes. so let's revise that. Where there is not a shot clock, the, the formula of four stand, one move does not work. It really doesn't. Unless you've got four. Okay, so the only other time I've seen it. I knew you were going to go there. I is Mohawk. Gonna, I knew you were going to go there. Mohawk with two guys in the corner, two guys on the wing, and Jimmy Craig at the point guard position could do that offense. But that was a whole different breed of basketball that I haven't seen anybody else be able to pull off. So, ball knocked away by Scharf and out of bounds as uh, Hughes trying to feed the low post. The other problem is Warriors have no energy whatsoever. The, the little run that Willamina put on at the beginning of this game just seems to have sapped all the life out of them. McLean out on top with it. Down low, picked off by Scharf. She read that one. That was not a good decision. McLean thought that Hughes was going to go to the post. Hughes cut baseline but uh, she'd already committed to it. Stables, her dribble knocked away and out of bounds. Nowhere to go there, trying to drive down the sideline. 
there's a lob that has no Ooh. chance at all. We're going to see what the call is here because, honestly, Schoenbachler got the ball by knocking down McMullen, or maybe the contact came after she caught the ball, and Clark about ripped Schoenbachler's arm off, but the foul's called on McMullen. <laughs> Who knows? Okay, there might have been a foul in there on a blue jersey, but it, I don't think it was Ellie. <laughs> Ellie wouldn't even be the first you suspect, too. No, no, not at all. You might have more of a hunch on five than 23. Or 24. Yeah. France tries to go lob over the top of the zone, and that's a really hard pass to catch when you're not 6-4. That one goes off the hands of Hughes and out of bounds. Into the game for Willamina, Bailey and Kina Rankin. They play Schoenbachler in France. So they're really not tall now. Take Schoenbachler, 6-1 player out of there, who really doesn't do much other than take up space. She's got two points in the game. Stables trying to run a high pick and roll. That doesn't work. And now double dribbles. So Jed trying to figure out what's going on and what needs to happen on that pick and roll. That was not well executed at all. With the ball, Rankin. Skip pass down low. Nobody paying attention to Brooklyn Bailey. And Brooklyn Bailey has seven points in this game off the bench. She is their second leading scorer behind Hughes. That was a beautiful fake, though. It was. And that's what you have to do against a zone. We were talking about that. That's a diagonal pass. Eddie Hatch, not very interesting. But Clark with a nice right-handed hook shot down low. And she banks it up and in. Nice to see Audrey be aggressive. No double team that time. No. They didn't get the double to her, and she's able to get a shot off. From the foul line, whew, banked in by Hughes. We can get these warp people to sit down. I'll be able to see. There we go. I don't think they heard me. First hatch, then warts. Everybody's in my way. Stables, they go down low to Clark. Clark, oh, had the move, didn't take it. Back out on top, Stables with it. Swings it to McMullen on the right angle. McMullen looking inside to Clark. Clark, ball knocked away. McMullen gets it back off the foot of Rankin and out of bounds. I believe they're matched up now. Yeah, they're going. They're not doubling. They're they're playing straight up, man. Well, they were. Now they're back in the zone. Schoenbachler's back in. That might be why. It might have something to do with the personnel they have on the floor. Well, this, this is man. Stables. Is it? I think it's zone. It's man. Is it man? It's, it's man. a really soft man. Clark with a left hand up and gets the roll. Nice soft left hand hook shot by Clark. So she's gone right. She's gone left. That's what she can do. But getting there before they can double it, which is huge. Part of that's just spacing. You've got to have good spacing. McLean, left corner three, buries it. Okay, so I'm going to tell you, the first time I saw her, she was a seventh grader, and she was warming up, and I'm watching these kids warm up. She's just this kind of, you know, I don't know, for lack of a better word, kind of just a dumpy little seventh grade girl, you know. She doesn't look athletic at all, and she's about five, six or so then. And I'm watching her warm up. I'm like, oh, we are in so much trouble. <laughs> She's just burying shot after shot. Oh, and Schoenbachler travels okay. as she and Green both go for the ball. It was, I'm watching, I thought, oh, we're in so much trouble. Yeah. Because I'm just watching her, you know, handle the ball between her legs, <laughs> behind her back, knocking down jumper, stepping out to the three-point line, pure as can be. I'm like, oh, shoot. Stables gets fouled on the drive, tries to bank that up and in, couldn't get it but she'll go to the line for two. 
foul on number 11, Rankin, Keena Rankin. And we've got a timeout? Yeah, we called it. Oh, media timeout. Yep. Taken by Jeff and Robbie. And we'll take a timeout also and let you hear some commercials. This is Jeff Clark, Robbie Sharp, KLYC McMinnville. You know, I would know him, I think, if I saw him. Keeping up the good fight. He's always. Stable to the line to shoot two. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He didn't like uh, Kodiak very well. I vaguely remember that, actually. There were some issues there. Yeah. With Kodiak maybe throwing an elbow, scrambling for a ball. I mean, if there was one thing Kodiak was going to do, it was be physical right on that line <laughs> all the time of clean and dirty. Kodiak was fun to watch. He, I'll tell you what, he hustled his tail off when yes, he was on he the did. floor. And not a bad basketball player. But, yeah, he always played on that edge. Stables misses a pair. The ball knocked away, stolen by Green on the baseline as they try to cross-court that pass. The pass was a little high. Stables brings it up, 39-14. Gotten a stuck in our sights. Oh, that'll be the Nestucca game right there as Ellie McMullen hits her second three of the game, and the Warriors now have 17 points in this one. They've passed up Nestucca. Next up will be Rainier with 21 points. <laughs> we get that one. We've got the trifecta tonight. 39-17, they cross-court. Oh. Skip pass over to McLean. Misses that three. Rebound inside Sharp. It's good for these young, these sophomore girls, though, to get so much good varsity playing time against good teams. I'd be interested to see what the rebound differential is. It's got to be not fairly bad. even. Yeah, it's not bad at all. Sharp. Ah, throws that one away. McMullen cut. Sharp had already made up her mind where she was going with the ball. France down low. Misses Green with pretty good defense there. McLean fouled on the putback, and Clark got her. But the turnovers are probably 5-1. to one. Mm. Five? At least Six? four. At least four. You're not tracking those, I think. I'm not, no. I probably should be. Clark's second foul. 2.23 left to go third quarter. That was a foul that should have never happened. The Warriors should have had that loose ball on the rebound. Didn't get it. McLean makes the first one. McLean with 14 in the game. 14 of their 40. Schoenbachler out and Hughes back in. One more for McLean. And wow. she misses that one. Clark with the rebound. McLean doesn't miss a lot of free throws or no. threes. <coughs> Stables in the corner. Sharp. Right corner. Tries to throw that pass again to McMullen. The angle is not there. France is overplaying that. Knocked away by Green. Picked up by McMullen, though. And they get it back on the turnover. Try to go down low to Sharp battling. Sharp on the floor for it. We got to call a foul. I don't know if there was a pushing foul there. I think she just dove for the ball. But somebody might have had a hand on her back when she did it, and they called the foul on 12 or 21. Huh. 21. That's on Hughes, her second. Third or second team foul. Stewart in. Somebody's out. Sharp's out. There we go. We should get to play with six. That would help. <laughs> Especially if they played with three. To get it into Clark. Clark out of out bounds again. again. Audrey has got to watch her feet. She's They're giving ground to her, and she's backing them up all the way to the baseline. I don't know how many times I've seen that in my life. And but I've, I've seen, seen it three times tonight. Just with her. Yeah. Four times overall in the game. It's crazy. Remember, Schoenbeckler had the one. Yeah. Goodness. Whatever. <laughs> France puts up a three from the right angle, misses that rebound. Stewart tips it. She's on the floor. Imagine that. She goes down a lot. If you watch last year play JV ball, Haley Haley falls more than anybody, but she's tough. 
She gets she falls a lot in practice too. Clark ended up with the rebound. Green left wing back out to McMullen. Oh, got to step into that back to Annie. Down low, Stewart. That's actually a good pass. Stewart skips it back out. Stables can't handle the pass. McLean takes it in with the left hand and scores. See, McLean doesn't do anything fancy there. No. She doesn't, she's not trying to beat anybody to the basket. Just takes her time, keeps you on her shoulder, keeps you there. Clark on the baseline. Back out on top. Stables right wing. Stewart ah, threw it right into the double team. Stewart down. Stewart will get back up. There's the lob ahead and the lay-in by Rankin. She's got six in the game, Kara Rankin does. 44-17. Got a ways to go to get to Rainier still. Need four points. <laughs> McMullen into the corner. Clark, Lexi Clark, take that. Actually, Audrey can actually hit the three. Skips it to Green. Green will take the three. That one looks good. A little short. Stewart with a good rebound. Puts it back up. Misses that one. And the rebound to Hughes. Long pass ahead. Rankin. Rankin. One dribble back out on top to France. France thought about the three. Doesn't take it. Works to her right to the angle. Now she'll take Nope. She looks at the three. Goes in the corner to Rankin. Skip pass to her sister. Down in the corner. McLean will take the three. No good. Green can't get the rebound. Rankin does. Back out to France. France. Bounce pass. Knocked away by Stewart. Green had it. Can't handle it. She's fouled. Blogs. That, that last three by Annie actually looked pretty good. Yeah. It had it good rotation rhythm. on the ball, in yeah. rhythm, squared it up just a little short. Mm -hmm. So, boy, they could use somebody else to shoot threes besides Ellie. Ellie puts it up. Just beats the buzzer from about the 10-foot line on the volleyball court, about a 30-footer there, and just a hair short. So, third quarter is over, 44-17. Warriors down by... Do my math, 27. That's what I've got. This is Jeff Clark, Robbie Sharp. We'll be back. Welcome back to Amity Warrior Basketball. If uh, if your feet cut out there for a little while, that's not surprising. It's back now. We've got it all taken care of on my end. A little technical difficulty. Got to tell Robbie to make sure he pushes his mic on button. All right, 44-17 as we head to the fourth quarter here. Into the game for the Warriors. McMullen, Clark, Stables. Shout to Stables. Stewart, mid post, tries to go to Clark. Schoenbacher with a steal. They get it ahead to Rankin. Rankin traveled, got away with it. Schoenbacher to France. France down in the corner. McLean takes a three from the left corner. Halfway down, no good. Stewart with a good rebound down there. Gets the ball to Stables. Sid brings it across half court. McMullen. McMullen. Down in the corner to Clark again. Clark surveys the court. Back to Stables on the right wing. Stables takes the dribble. Pulls two to her. On top, McMullen fakes the three. To Clark in the mid post. Clark could have turned and shot. Didn't. Goes back to McMullen on top. Trying to figure out where they can get a shot here against this 2-3 zone. you got to move the ball quick is the thing. In the corner, there's two Warriors there. Stables takes the dribble. Down low to Clark. Clark reverse layup. Misses. Gets it back. And is fouled on the ground. Fourth team foul. Clark tried to reverse lay in there. Left it short, but was able to get a rebound back. 44-17 still. Warriors with the ball. Stables getting ready to inbound along the right side of the baseline. In the corner to Stewart. 
to Green. Green on the left wing on top. McMullen fakes the three. Back to Green. Ball was tipped. She might have been able to get the shot off there. Now they go down low. Stables left corner. Too strong. Rebound Rankin. Rankin throws long to France. Nobody went with her. France lays it up. Misses. Good hustle by McMullen to get back. Green with the rebound to Stables. Stables up the left sideline with it. Comes back towards the top of the key. Kicks it over to Green on the left wing. Hooks a pass on top to McMullen. McMullen back to Green. There's a three. Oh, didn't take that one. Down low, Stables. Stables on the baseline. Swings it on top. McMullen steps back 21-footer. Halfway down, wouldn't stay. McLean with the rebound. McLean throws it long ahead. Knocked away by Green off her head. Picked up by Rankin. Flips a pass. Blocked by Stewart. Oh, they got her on the follow-through on the foul as she blocks Schoenbachler. She had a hand down low the same time she went high, so... Good hustle by Haley. Good awareness to get yeah. back to that. Abigail um, Shields going to come into the game. Good to see her. Another sophomore. 6-12 left to go in the fourth quarter. Schoenbachler misses a free throw. Just two in the game for Schoenbachler. 0 for 3 from the foul line. Actually 0 for 4 from the foul line. Because she um, stepped over on one of them. One more for Schoenbachler. And misses that one. Long rebound. McMullen corrals it. Nice hustle there by Ellie. Had to go a long ways to get to that rebound. McMullen with it. Swings it right side to Green. The corner to Stables. McLean on her. Stables. Dribbles into traffic, puts up a tough shot, banks it, no good. Schoenbachler tips to herself. And that was a double dribble that wasn't called on Rankin. France with the ball. 5.45 in the fourth. High post, Schoenbachler to McLean in the left corner, back on top to Rankin. Skips it over to her sister. Now in the right corner to France. Finds Rankin on a backdoor cut and lays it up and in. Kira Rankin with eight points in the game. That's a nice play against the zone. You swing the ball to one side and then you back cut all the way to the low post. Down low, Shields kicks it back out to Stables and we've got a jump ball. She gets tied up by Keena Rankin. Well, the thing I like about it is that it was in the flow. It wasn't, you know, mechanical. It was just in the flow of things. Bulldog basketball, 46-17. Warriors need four, need five to get past Rainier to be the second highest scoring team against this Willamina defense this year. On the baseline, there's a missed shot. McLean gets it back, and she's fouled by Clark. That air ball threw everybody off. Third foul on Clark. 5.01 left to go. Emily Rice getting ready to come into the game for the Warriors. Hmm. Freshman. McLean missed another free throw. You know, as free throws go, this team does not shoot them well tonight. I'm going to get a quick one here. Uh, Schoenbacher's 0 for 4. Bailey's 1 for 2. Rankin's 0 for 1. McLean is now 2 for 4. Hughes is 1 for 1. And France is 2 for 5. So below 50% is a team from the foul line. Green out. I guess Green's out. She was still on the court when they inbounded, but this whole officiating not touching the ball thing, not good. 
Rice puts up a three from the left wing, little short rebound. Rice puts it up on the baseline, no good. So Emily Rice comes into the game, gets two quick shots off. Got to love that out of a freshman, not shy at all. Rankin to France. She holds it, backs it out, 4.30 to go in the fourth quarter. 47-17, skips it back over to Rankin. She and France play catch way out on top. France now on the right angle with it. Takes a dribble into the zone in the corner. Keena Rankin for three air balls. That stables with the board. Sydney works her way across half court with it. Cut off by France. Down low to Shields to Clark. Clark, no good. Knocked away. Good block from behind there by McLean. That was a good pass by Shields to Clark on the cut. The spacing wasn't great, but it was, uh, it was effective in getting at least a shot opportunity against that zone. I'm going to guess 12 is not a shooter. She doesn't want to shoot, does she? She's passed up on numerous three-point attempts. Down low, Clark with a block on Hughes and gets the rebound to Rice. Rice throws it ahead to McMullen. McMullen lays it up and in. Emily Rice with the assist. McMullen with the basket. That was some good court vision right there. McMullen with eight in the game. Out on top with it, Rankin. To her sister, Keenan Rankin, down low. Hughes turns on Clark, foul. That's four on Clark. Can't take that swat. So, okay, what are the odds here that Clark fouls out? She's got three minutes and 18 seconds. She now has four fouls, and we've got a media timeout. So we've got time to talk about this as the media. If she stays in the game, yeah, will she it, make I, it? I think you've got to get past that chance first. I don't know if she's going to stay in the game much longer. So, no, I don't think she will. Okay, so you're saying no. I do think there is a better than 50-50 shot. We pass up, uh, who's the who's the 21? Uh, that would be Rainier. Rainier at 21. We need three points. I think we're going to get there. I, I think we're going to get there. We got three I think, I think, a th I think Ellie's going to bury a three to put us over the top. That's my prediction on that. Fitting. That'd be okay. fitting. So I got my, okay, so the Blazers do the, the who's going to get you the 100th <laughs> point? Who's going to get us? Over Rainier, over to the 21. I'm going with Ellie. you got to pick somebody else. I have to pick someone else? Yeah, I oh. got first pick. I picked Ellie. Uh, shoot. Let's see. I, I can't take Clark. I just said she was going to be on the bench. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, you know what? I'll take, I'll take the outside choice. I'll take Annie. I'll take the risky choice. I'll take Annie. All right. Well, she's not in the game right now. So you might want to choose somebody on the board. I'm okay. going to give you another choice because now we know who's in the game. Okay. Uh, I'll take Stables. Okay. So Stables is in the game. So that's a good choice. And Stewart's in for Clark. So I thought Annie was in Clark's the game. Clark's not okay. going to foul Never out. Mind. I don't think Audrey's going to foul out. I'll stick with Stables. Unless Clark comes back and then she could foul See, out. See, you took the best choice. That's the problem here. Well, you, you that's because it's my game. <laughs> my game, I go first. Uh-huh. Right. Okay. okay. Haley Hughes misses the first one. One more for Hughes. I mean, we're the only people making noise in this gym, so <laughs> it is. Anybody around us is, is able to hear everything we're talking about. So. It is a public library with, with it, basketball students. It is. That. Hughes hits the second. Splits a pair there. 48-19. All right. So we got. You got Stables. I got McMullen to get us over the 21 mark. Not to 21, over 21. Okay. So if you get a two here, it's not going to help you. Rice in the corner with it. Looking down low to Shields, not there. There's a steal by Rankin. Not a good pass from Rice to Stables. Oh, there's a pass ahead. McLean gets the lay-in at the other end. Nobody got back and picked up McLean. 
Stables with the ball, 2.50 to go. Stables working left to Rice on the wing. Emily, bounce pass to Shields. Shield back out to Stables, knocked away. She gets it back, hands it to Rice. No spacing here. No. Spacing is terrible. Rice tries to go to Stewart, stolen. Okay, the third possibility is, is that we don't there. even get another shot off. <laughs> because right now we're 0 for 2 on shot attempts since we started talking about breaking Rainier. Down low, Stewart playing some defense there, and she bodies Hughes, knocks her out of bounds, draws the foul. That'll be seven on the Warriors, so that'll put Hughes on the line to shoot one-on-one. One. The good news is it stops the clock, and the Warriors will get uh, another chance here. I don't think we're going to get to the penalty, so it's not going to be free throws that get us there. Ooh, didn't think about that. Yeah, yeah probably not. So it could, it could be really random if we get into the penalty here. Could be. Hughes to the line to shoot one-on-one, one, 50 to 19. Hits the first one. So what we didn't talk about is the possibility that we hold Willamina under their highest winning number, which is 54, or their lowest winning number, which is 54. I don't think that's going to happen. Well, they've got 52 right now, so it's going to take a pretty stalwart defensive effort from this point on. As Hughes hits a pair from the foul line, 52-19. Stables with it. Could run some clock here. McMullen over to Rice on the left wing. Down in the corner. Shields down low to Stables. To Stewart. Misses the bank shot. Hughes with the rebound. Rankin in the corner. Out on top. France fakes the three. Steps left with it. Back to Rankin. Drives baseline. Little eight-footer, no good. Ball's loose, knocked away. Schoenbachler chases it down. Picks up her dribble to Hughes. Hughes swings it over the head of France. Good job by France to get to that ball. Rankin drives baseline again. Back out to France for three, no good. Rebound inside. Schoenbachler loses it. Hughes chases it down. Minute 30 to go. Robbie might be in trouble. We may not get to Rainier. If we don't get a defensive rebound here, we won't. France looks at the three, goes out in the corner. Hughes for three, airballs that. Rebound inside by Rankin, and she's fouled by Stewart. Stops the clock, minute 13. I've suddenly switched sides, and I'm in favor of a shot clock. Suddenly. (laughs) Just for the next uh, 73 seconds. Two-shot foul on Stewart. But it should be a 10-second shot clock, not 35, just so we can get bunch of shots off you know Joel McGill's philosophy about girls basketball oh I have no idea what just happened on the floor so they switched that and they called the foul on the Bulldogs on that okay didn't see that maybe it was a moving screen McMullen to Rice Rice down in the corner Shields goes down low to Stables Stables swings it up with the right hand misses Stewart with the rebound puts it up and in all right here we go Robbie (laughs) next basket wins well not wins but you know what I mean Next basket's going to get this. For yeah. us, it wins. For our side bet here. Uh, we don't have a bet, folks. We don't gamble on high school basketball. Schoenbachler from 12 feet misses. Ball's loose. Picked up. Missed again inside. Put up. Missed again. Stewart had it. Schoenbachler took it from her back outside. Hughes, 18-footer. No good. Rebound. Stewart inside. Knocks it away. Gets it to Stables. Here we go. 21 points. Ties Rainier. Rainier. McMullen from the corner. Oh, she missed it. <laughs> I thought I had it. Good look from Ellie, too. Sydney, Wide just open. Go to the rim, three. Get fouled. Ah. 17 seconds, folks. Unless they get a turnover, we're going to end up tied with Rainier for the 
uh, second highest score against this Willamina team this year. Foul. You got to have some fun where you can have some fun. Oh, goodness. Warriors just clearly outmatched. Oh, there's a three by Rankin, and that's the game. Ah. Keena Rankin, first points of the game. She buries a three, 55-21. They would have had the 52-point also yeah. and held them to their lowest winning score. So Willamina, good team. Uh, a lot of talent out there. Starts with Kaya Mc or Kaya McLean. Uh, McLean had, let's see, 10, 18, 19 points in the game and uh, could have had a lot more, really didn't exert herself most of the second half. Didn't need to. Warriors were led by McMullen with eight, Stewart and Clark with five each, Stables with two, and Sharp with a point. All right, that is all we have for this one. 55-21, the final score for the Warriors and the Bulldogs. And... We'll take a break, be back in just a few minutes and get you set up for the boys game against these Willamina Bulldogs from Willamina High School. Jeff Clark, Robbie Sharp on KLYC. We'll be back in just a few minutes. 